What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? Well, come again What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. It ain't even really nothing good right now. <laughs> I got at least two or three picks that I'm looking at real crazy from the NBA draft. For those of y'all who will see this episode when we drop, we are currently watching the NBA draft for 2020 right now as we speak. The big surprises, at least to me and Quincy from this draft, Patrick Williams went number four. I don't know how or why. <laughs> Obi Toppin to the Knicks at number eight. I damn don't want to cut my TV off. I really don't. Damn, don't want to watch the rest of this shit no more. <laughs> and yeah, every other pick was pretty understandable or expected. But those two picks pissed me the hell off. I did not see either one of those coming. Patrick Williams, that pick didn't piss me off. But the Obi Toppin one, I, I just, I want to drive to New York right now and just slap everybody in the Knicks franchise. That was stupid as hell. Obi Toppin does not deserve to be in that poor excuse of a franchise. Like, I, I had him going to the Cavs, but it's like, I trust the Cavs more than I trust the Knicks to some degree. You know, I just, uh. Anyways, welcome to the Q&A podcast. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We got NBA news. Uh, what, week 10 is now over for the NFL. We got, we got a lot coming. We got a lot coming. Just a lot of emotion yeah, right now. Yeah. And, it's, and see, the thing about the Patrick Williams, just to piggyback off what Edgar was saying, I was surprised by the Patrick Williams thing because going to the Bulls, he's a player that needs a lot of development. Like, he really doesn't have a lot to his game. He's a what they call raw. He doesn't really have a lot. He's just like athletic at this point and he can defend. So is, are the Bulls going to be the franchise that develops this player? We haven't oh. seen them develop anybody ever. They either so, came like, <laughs> with it or they just don't got it. Like, exactly. You, yeah. So he's somebody who needs to be de- developed. So if he's not getting developed properly, it's just like, I can see that going, you know what I'm saying? The wrong way for the Bulls early. And Obi Toppin is just like, how many forwards do you need for the Knicks? You have 15 power forwards on that roster already. You added another one? You could have got Tyrese? You could have got my, my favorite player in the draft was Tyrese Halliburton. And you let him he's, – he's not even picked right now. We're on pick nine, and he's not picked yet. I'm highly upset right now, bro. Highly upset that he's punching not the, picked. Punching <laughs> the damn air. That's highly what I'm doing. upset, bro. Punching the air right now. But like I can say, oh bro, we got a lot to get into. So we're going to keep y'all updated on the draft while we go through it, give y'all our takes on some of the, um, the notable names that we see. But we're going to start off with the NBA, though, bro, because it was a whole lot of shit that happened this week, whole lot of trades, whole lot of exciting shit that happened since Monday. The first one, I think the first trade happened over the weekend, which was Schroeder to the Lakers, bro. Yeah. What was your first reaction to that? Uh, I was kind of happy about that because the Lakers did need another guard type of piece, especially somebody young, considering they have all the veterans that they have on the team. So getting a young piece like Schroeder, I feel like that was a great move. Uh other than that, I, I ain't looked too deep into that um into that trade situation. This was a huge, huge trade for the Lakers, bro. Huge trade. The best possible trade. I heard everybody was talking about D Rose. Stroder was a better fit than D Rose Definitely. ever could have been. 
And this made Rondo, I think Rondo was going to leave anyways. This made him his uh, loss easier. And it made Kyle Kuzma expendable. So you can probably get somebody else if you trade Kuzma, probably get a pick or something like that if you trade Kuzma. So this was the perfect, perfect fit for the Lakers. He's, he's going to be your consistent third scoring option. Right. So you don't have to worry about who's going to show up after AD and after LeBron. He's going to be that guy now that we like, okay, he's going to give you 17, 18 points a game. I was just about to say the athleticism is there, the shots there, the consistency. That's what's big with me with Schroeder. Schroeder is consistent. He, he has the energy. He has the drive. He, he's not somebody that you have to force feed to get his rhythm going. He has his rhythm going from the moment he steps on the court. So, again, great pickup by the Lakers and everything you said. I, I um, Should have I, been six-man of the year last year, too, man. He got slotted. Who won six-man of the year last year? Montrez. Yeah, Montrez Trez. won six-man I thought Lou Will was going to win it, but it was Trez. It should have yeah. been Stroder, bro. He, his impact for that OKC team last year was too underestimated, too understated, bro. He was a big reason why they were a fifth seed, and she should have got six-man of the year. So a big pickup for the Lakers. All right, the next one, and probably the biggest one, was the Milwaukee trading for Drew Holiday. But yes, they sir. gave up. They gave up a lot. They gave up. Uh, I mean, they didn't give up too much. I'm about to say you've they been very critical much. of Aaron Glenn, so, so, so I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but they gave up a lot pick wise. I guess they gave up a lot pick wise. On paper, it just looks like they. Gave yeah, up yeah they gave up. Three. <laughs> and then even when I looked at the picks, bro, I was like. But the, the trade was Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and three first-round picks. But mm-hmm. when you think about it, those three first-round picks are going to be high because Milwaukee's going to be good if Giannis yeah. stays. They're going to be good. So it's like those picks are really going to be like them the second-round picks or how Damn high up. they're going to be. So how did you feel about that trade, bro? Do you think this pushes them into the, the top of the East? Uh, definitely. I feel like they can still finish, even with everybody coming back healthy, even including KD and Kyrie with – uh with Brooklyn right now mm. and with Boston and everybody. It's like, I still see Milwaukee posing the threat to still be the number one team in the East. Uh, I see them not having any excuse now, now that Drew Holiday is there because Giannis has been telling the front office to get another piece. They finally got the piece in Drew Holiday. Uh, so you got, it's not a, it's a big three. I consider it a big three. Chris Middleton, three. Chris Middleton, uh, Giannis and Drew Holiday. You know, I feel like they as got, as, we, as long as we say, that the third is Middleton, I'm cool. I, I will agree with this. It's Drew Holiday. I will, yeah. I will agree. They have yeah. no excuse. I, I was going to say the Milwaukee Bucks have no excuse to not make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I said the same thing about the Nets, though. The Nets and now the Milwaukee Bucks both have no excuse to not make it. But I do want to notify you guys of this. They also traded for, or tried to trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich, but that trade ended up falling through yeah. because Bogdan Bogdanovich is a restricted free agent. So he basically had the decision. If he didn't want to go to Milwaukee, he really didn't have to or he didn't want to. And he never really agreed to the trade because he's a restricted free agent. And he can basically do what he wants to. So they right. say he's going to be a free agent on Friday when the uh, period opens up. So he can really go wherever he wants. Um at this point, but he's trying to find an offer sheet because he's still restricted. So if he gets an offer sheet and the Kings match it, then he's going to be back with the Kings. So he's just trying to get his money right now. And he felt like the, the Bucks weren't going to give him his money because look at look how much money they're giving to their first three guys. Yeah. You're playing, you're playing uh, Middleton, damn near 30. You're paying Giannis, damn near 30. You're paying, uh, I don't know how much Drew Holiday making, but I'm sure he's making Dude, around he, 25. He's getting a check. He's he making about 25. So you really don't have enough cap space to pay somebody like Bogdan Bogdanovich. That would have been a huge pickup for them, though. Definitely. Huge they they definitely wouldn't have had no excuse then. If they got, man, that would have been crazy. 
Yeah. They damn near would have been the biggest threat to the um to They the were going to have the best starting lineup for sure. They were going to have the yeah. best starting lineup in the league if they had Bogdan Bogdanovich. Because you talk about a shooter, and he can be a secondary playmaker as exactly. well. That was going to be huge for them. So him leaving that trade, I think, was the biggest story. So him leaving, I would, I would hold back my take on them, them going far in the playoffs. I still have to see how it comes together throughout the season. But looking at it on paper, when I first seen the Bogdan Bogdanovich trade, I was like, oh, they went in the East because I'm like, you yeah. got Bogdan, you got, uh, you got Drew, you got Middleton, and you got Giannis. I'm like, damn, you, he got so many people around him. Giannis can take a chill seat and he can be cool throughout the playoff race. But I thought Bogdan was going to be huge. So him- but even, even without him, I still strongly believe they have a chance to at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I have Brooklyn uh, making it to the uh, Finals. I, did, I have Brooklyn making it. That's East, what I'm saying, but, making it to the finals. So do you see them going far with this roster if no Bogdan? Are they getting to the finals? Yeah. They, no, they're getting to the Eastern Conference because I'm calling Brooklyn to go to the oh, finals. Okay. They're going to the Eastern Conference okay. finals for sure, though. At least I'm predicting them to anyway. Mm-hmm. So, mm, am I, it's funny, bro, because I got to see how Brooklyn comes together, too. I don't want to pick too soon on either of these teams. Yeah. I really want to watch – and see how both of these teams come together. Because I still feel like my Heat going to do something. Oh, and yeah, a lot definitely. of people sleeping on my Heat. And uh, they snuck up on a lot of teams last year. I feel like we're going to do it again. Y'all looking at the top teams, and my Heat going to do the same thing. They're probably going to yeah. be fourth or fifth seed, and they going to sneak up. Once I was just going to say, the Heat might end up being the um, fourth best team in the East. Because I got I – got, I'm going to give a real – we're going we're gonna to do an episode on this, like, closer to the start time. But my early prediction right now for at least the top four to five teams, I got Brooklyn as the one seed. Uh, actually, no. I'll have the Bucks as the one seed, Brooklyn as the two, Boston as three, and Miami as the four. And I'll probably put Toronto at the five. If I were to give an early one right now. I'm just not confident in Brooklyn, bro. I feel like them niggas come. Some, something going to happen. They gonna, not, no, nothing injury-wise, but they're going to self-implode. It's like nobody can really beat that team because you're so talented. Yeah. They're going to self-implode somehow. Some I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't, I be, wouldn't surprised. be surprised by that at all. But we can t- just keep on with the Nets storylines, bro. Harden, there's reports Harden want to slide ah. to the Nets, bro. And you talk about self-imploding. If Harden get there, boy, we talking about some real self-implosion. I've been bro. telling everybody. Everybody think I'm crazy when I say this, bro. I told everybody, if Harden goes to the Nets, they're not winning anything. Like, yeah, I, I need people to know that. They're not going to the championship. Because Kyrie's going to be there. mad as hell. Kyrie's going to be mad as hell because he don't got the ball in his hand. Exactly. It's gonna be hard I, as I kept telling people, like, um, some people on Facebook was telling me, like, bro, it's going to work. You remember how Harden was playing when he was with OKC and he was able to shut up? I'm like, bro, you know how long ago that was? Harden has become a 35-point-per-game averager. Like, you think he all of a sudden just going to be like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm only making, like, 25 a game, if that. Uh, like, no, yeah. like, that's not happening. And y'all think Kyrie just going to not be the floor general on the court? No. Kyrie damn near ineffective as hell when he don't got a ball in his head. So, it's like. I don't know who the next GM is, bro, but he need to stop. He need to, he need to cut them talks off right now. Do exactly. not trade for Harden, bro. Do not Dude, That's do that. too much. But, because that's Max Kellerman much, made bro. a – I was watching the first take the other day. Max Kellerman made a very good point. He said, you damn near would have to trade Kyrie anyway to get James Harden. Like, you, you, could, you could put Levert in the trade. You could put Dinwiddie. You could put however many draft picks you want. Kyrie going to have to be part of that trade if you want James Harden. Like, it's that's damn near going to be one of the biggest trades of, 
like the past decade for basketball. You can't. You they can't play together. <laughs> they it, can't play together. And, and, and it's that. And it's really that simple, bro. Even when I seen it before last week, they was talking about Harden to the Nets. I thought it was like some fairy tale pipe dream shit. No. Like, yeah, they just talking about that bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they really trying to do this? Yes. I'm like, bro, nah, bro. You're supposed to, especially in the NBA we in right now, but you got to have your two leaders, your two stars, bro, and then have everybody else fill in. But when you have three figureheads, three icons like Kyrie, KD, and Harden, too many cooks in the kitchen, and they're all ball dominant. Not KD as much, but yeah. Harden and Kyrie, oh, them boys need the rock in their hands, my boy. Exactly. They need they, that rock. KD don't need the rock in his hand because it's like whenever you pass the ball to KD, he going to make shit happen regardless. Mm -hmm. He doesn't necessarily have to get a rhythm. Kyrie has to have the ball in his hands to get his rhythm. James Harden has to have the ball in his hands. And I think i seen a post. Jalen Rose, he even said it. Y'all know what KD not trying to do? Sit there and just watch Ky Kong, Kyrie and uh, Harden dribble the whole time. That's what KD and that's not why, And that's why it's so crazy because I've, I've been hearing that KD is the one that's really been pushing for this trade. And I'm like, KD, you're going to be the odd man out of everybody staying together because yeah. they're going to be the ones with the ball in their hands. You're going to get your touches for sure because you're you KD. You're either going to be the odd man out. You either gonna be the odd man out, or you secretly want to get Kyrie out of there. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Facts, because all three of them shit's not gonna work. And they, they and they said that's why the trade really hasn't happened yet because it's still like tension, like because Kyrie don't want him. Kyrie doesn't want him, but KD wants him. So now they're really going back and forth, like, oh, who are we gonna listen to? Like, should we listen to Kyrie? No, listen to your fucking heart and your brain, nigga. This shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> God damn, it's that fucking simple, dog. Yeah, they're, really they're not even calling Steve Nash their coach. Like, <laughs> you're no, not even. No, no. And that's another thing. <laughs> I, I was listening to somebody talk this week. They, uh, it was like, um, they're trying to get Harden because of Mike D'Antoni. Because he just was with Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. And I'm like, niggas ain't even respecting Nash. They're going right to D'Antoni <laughs> as, like, the, the, the coach right now. The fact no coach at this point. I'm like, they're not even respecting Nash, bro. You're just a product of... They're not calling this man coach. They looking over him when it comes to who we picking up. Like, I'm just like, this is not going to work. This, it's going to be a circus. Steve time. Nash even knows this wouldn't work. And I, know, <laughs> I, I feel like he knows this, bro. Especially in a Mike D'Antoni offense, bro. It's one person with the ball in their hands. Yes. And they're dominating the ball. <laughs> they're dominating the ball. Everybody else fill in. You spot up. So it's going to be like some take turns type shit. All right, Kyrie, it's your turn. Okay, Harden, it's your be turn. Terrible. That's like, not going to go well. That at shit ain't going to work, bro. That shit not <laughs> going to work. So that shit is a done deal, but do not do that shit. I like Harden personally. I like Harden with the Heat. Niggas ain't talking about it. I like Harden with the Heat personally. He can add something to the table. I like him with the Heat. And uh, I like him better in Philly as well. So Philly and Miami really my two destinations. The heat? Wasn't thinking about it. I Dude. like him better there because I feel like he can be somebody who can score in bunches. And you heard, I feel like I said it before, or maybe last week, I was like, he can score in bunches. And he can take over in those first three quarters, and he can get you to the fourth. You did. And, and, yeah, you said And in that. the fourth quarter, Jimmy Butler going to take you, and he going to win the game. We already know Ooh. about Harden's clutch issues. Who would we have to give up, though, for Harden? You probably, you're going to have to give up a lot. They're going to have ask for hero. Just, you're not going to give up Bam, and you're not going to give up I was going to say, uh, you're not giving Butler. up Bam. So you're going to give up, you're going to have to give up hero. You're not giving up Bam or Jimmy. So you're going to have to hero, yeah. none, Robinson. You're going to give up a look. Hey, it's Harden, bro. This is a top I, five player in the I know, league. but damn. Top you, five player in the league. you giving up your whole potentially great young core 
for a player that we just but said bro, we don't know bro, if he's ever going to win a ring. But this, right. is, but this is what I always say, and I've been saying this. Jimmy is 31 years old, bro. His time is not long. He's not in his party on the back end. Harder than his 32. Harder. I think that's harder what I'm saying. They're on older. the same type of time, bro. Yeah. So this young core, if the Heat want to win a championship right now with Jimmy Butler, oh, they have to get these moves starting right now because Jimmy's time is ticking, and he's on the back end of his prime. So I understand you want to keep the young core together. I understand that I truly do. But Jimmy Butler, who is the main source, the main reason why you got to the finals, oh, his time is ticking. He on the back end. So you need to make win-now moves, bro. And Harden, Bradley, Bill, whoever is a win-now move for today. Honestly, I like the Bradley Bill move because I feel like you'll you have to give up a good chunk, but I feel like you'll just have to give literally an arm and a leg for Harden. You would have hero, to. Hero, whoever we get. Hero, hero going. Hero, hero, hero has to be up. the one gone. He's going to be the one gone. Yeah, I feel like for Harden, it's going to have to be – I'm, I'm predicting this. If the Heat were to get Harden, it would be Hero, Robinson, two first-rounders, and a second-round pick. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And, that, and, the, and the Rockets will be happy. We got Harden. And you already know what Harden can give you on the offensive side of the ball. You have nothing but defense surrounding him, so you ain't got to worry about his defensive issues because you have nothing but defense around him. And like I said, Jimmy takes it home in the fourth quarter. So everything is shored up, and that's a championship team right there. You're yep. getting there. For sure, you're getting there if Harden is on the heat today. And that's what I want people to keep in their mind. I understand you want to keep the future in your minds. But like I said, Jimmy is the main reason why you're getting to the finals. A team with Hero and Bam, I don't think that team, even in the future, is getting you to a finals. Jimmy is the main reason you're getting there. His right, time I, is think it, I think Hero and Bam together can get you there. It's just in the timeline of Harden and Jimmy, it probably won't happen. Oh, like no. it, it'll be by some, the time by the time Hero comes into his prime self, yeah, Jimmy it'll be like be six years, about yeah, five, six years. Jimmy will now. be done, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. It, they have to they have to make a decision because I think Giannis is going to sign his supermax extension with Milwaukee, so they yeah. need to get that shit out of their mind. Like Giannis is gone, he's, he's yeah, standing yeah. in Milwaukee. So when, once they got on. Drew, I was like, yeah, he finna sign that supermax. Yeah, now. so he's he's sta- he's staying in Milwaukee. So now the Heat need to move on. Okay, you got Harden right there available. You have. Uh, you got Bill available. They, the Wizards always say he's not available, but he's available if you give him the right pieces. So, and everybody wants Hero. So, you have to make these moves right now, Miami, because like I said, Jimmy is on this timeline. I understand the future, but you got to make these win-now moves if you want to get there. I'm telling y'all. But it, uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, anything else on that topic? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. All right. All right, but let's move on to CP3 and the Suns, man. We, we basically yeah. said this was going to happen last week. How do you feel about the deal, seeing it come together? I, I was the one saying Drew. I mean, I, when you said the CP3 one, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, that'll work too. But I thought Drew would have low-key been a better fit. Um, just age-wise, health-wise, you know, I feel like Drew probably would have been a better pick. But CP3 is still that dude. Like, if CP3 is healthy, he's going to give you buckets. He's going to give you great perimeter defense. And he's going to be able to complement uh, Booker's play style. So I feel like that'll be a great shooting backcourt in general um, with how strong the West will be uh, mm-hmm. um, for this upcoming season. So I, I like it. I just hate the fact that Oubre got traded out of that. I felt like Oubre was going to have to get – he was going to have to get traded regardless of how it happened. But, yeah. uh, damn, really I, I really wish Oubre would have stayed. They really didn't give up too much in my opinion, though, bro. You they they didn't, but I just didn't want Oubre to be part of yeah. the deal. 
because I wanted him to stay with Phoenix because y'all y'all know how much I've been talking about Phoenix on the mm-hmm. upswing for the longest now. So I feel like Ubre staying with Aiden, I feel like both of them would have been two very key assets when it came to um in the paint type shit. So yeah. But I feel like the Suns just felt comfortable because they have two wings right now in Cam Johnson and yeah. the, um, Mikael Bridges that they and you got Sarge. So you have multiple forwards that you feel confident in moving forward. So they felt like Ubre was expendable and he was really the only piece that you gave up in that trade, in my opinion. You yeah. didn't give up nothing For crazy. Real. So if you had to give up Ubre to get Chris Paul and get and this is the thing. Well, Chris Paul is not going to be around for long. We know this. We know he's 35, 36, 30, 36 right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know he's not going to be there for long. You have to give Booker some type of playoff experience so, what, so he can build off of it. He has to build off of it right now. He's been in the league for five years, and he's wasting his prime. You have to give this man some type of winning experience before somebody like a Chris Paul retires. And that's why I think they made such a win-now move by getting a Chris Paul. We talked about it last week. They can be a possible fourth, fifth, sixth seed in the Western Conference with this move. And that's what Booker needs to see. He needs to see the playoffs before he ends up jetting the Suns, bro. He yeah. needs to see the playoffs. And that's why they, he had to see the move. We know the Western Conference was going to be deep. We like the Suns coming into this season, even without Chris Paul. But this just puts him over the top. And it, it really solidifies them in the playoff spot for me. Yeah, with, without Chris Paul, I had him going seventh, maybe an eighth seed, um, just getting by. But definitely with Chris Paul, whether it would have been Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, or whoever else would have got traded there, they're definitely in that range of fourth, fifth, sixth seed. So they, they're going to have a comfortable spot in the playoffs for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause I was saying, like, I was hearing people talk about where they a threat. Where so you see they're gonna be a, you think they're gonna be a threat to like the LAs or the, the uh, Denver's or anything like that. Not to the, mm, not to the LAs. Yeah, me neither. Cause, just because of the well, now nah, they Phoenix got the size. So I mean, other, other than CP3 and Booker, they got the size on the team. But who would yeah. I see they could pose a threat to? Denver. Kyrie's going to the Kings. That's crazy. Whoa, this, this draft. This, this draft is. <laughs> so, this draft is pissing me off. Oh my god! I gotta look at. I gotta look at all three of our lists after this whole draft over. Wow! But, um, I definitely had Tyrese going to the Hawks, bro. In our mock draft, that shit. I crazy. forgot where I had him going. I think I had. We all had um, him six. We all had him six. We did. We all had him six. We all had him six. Going to the. Uh, Hawks. But yeah, what was I saying though? Um, who was we talking about? Uh, the Suns. 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 Yeah. I feel like they they could pose a threat to Denver. They could pose a threat to possibly the Warriors with the way they can shoot. Oh, we have to talk about that too. The Warriors, yeah. Clay Thompson. We've been hearing some speculation that he could be having some type of uh, right lower leg injury. Speculation is that it could be a possible Achilles. He's coming off an ACL on his left knee, and now we're talking about a right Maybe an Achilles, knock on wood. We don't obviously we obviously want it to be something minor, but that's the speculation right now, bro. So the Warriors, we've been having high expectations for them. Yes. And it's really a dark day in Golden State right now, even after getting uh somebody like a James Wiseman, bro. So uh that shit crazy. I I seen it and I was just like, the Warriors are not gonna be what we expected them to be. If Clay, if Clay ain't playing, oh no, it they that whole top four that I had them in in the West, yeah, that shit did. They yeah. they could still make the playoffs with a healthy Steph. They, in this Western Conference, bro? In this they, Western they could, Conference? They could still make it. If everybody come back healthy with a James Wiseman, without Clay, they can make seventh, eighth seed. It, it's know. possible. 
It's possible. I, I ain't going I'm not gonna say they will, but it's definitely they, possible. They definitely but, battling for eighth. Yeah, they, they, not, they nothing higher than eighth without Clay. I'll give them the respect still of Steph still being fully healthy and Draymond. I I'll give mm, I'll still give them the respect. I don't know, that, bro. They, they could possibly be a seventh seed, but with Clay, they was automatically a top five seed yeah. off off rip. But now that Clay is down, prayer prayers to Clay. I hope I hope it's not what speculation says, and I hope it's not a um. Uh, Achilles tear or nothing like that, because that means you finna miss the whole season. Um, basically, yep. yeah, you you finna miss the whole season. Nine months, yeah. That shit crazy, man. So yeah, prayers up to Clay. That shit was definitely, definitely tragic, bro. So definitely got to see how that plays out in the coming days, bro. Oh, but let's... and one thing I wanted to say about that. Uh, I want to say it was not last season, but the season before when the. Then quote unquote trade rumors of Clay Thompson were surfacing, but it was kind of like they were trying to like downplay it, like, no, nah, that's that's just BS or whatever. We're not trading Clay. We never want to trade Clay. Clay came out and said, I want to play for this franchise forever. These injuries, <laughs> boy, bless you. These injuries, I I don't know. Trade, trade Clay for who? I don't remember this at all. I you don't remember this being in the talks? Trade Clay. Clay. Clay, Clay either wanted they were saying Clay either wanted to walk or they they had trade talks in order for Clay or something like that. I, I think this was like two seasons ago. Uh, it might have been the rumors, there? huh? When KD was there, I think it's when KD was getting ready to leave. I think that's what it was. So it might have been right before last season started. Yeah, possibly it, it might have been. But the rumors were that Clay either wanted to walk or Clay. Uh, might have been getting traded or whatever or something like that. They, his party and the Warriors party both downplayed the scenario. Like, no, we we plan on staying together. He's a part of this franchise. But hey, trading him ain't that too far off with the injuries that he's getting now. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, hey, you got to look to the future at some point. If these injuries gonna continue to be a problem, it's like, damn, bro, it's you, Clay, you a splash brother, but we we gotta do what we gotta do in this situation. Yeah. Man, I'm so happy for my man Tyrese, bro. Definitely my favorite player in the draft. He was my favorite player coming into the draft. And go check out my Tyrese Halliburton video. I got one up too. Yeah. He definitely, he definitely one of my favorite ones. But let's move on to the next topic, bro. What we what else we got for the NBA? Uh the last thing I had was the Horford trade. The Horford for <laughs> basically Danny Green. Uh, so nothing. it was Horford, it was Horford, <laughs> a first round pick and a second round pick for Danny Green. For nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I seen the trade. I thought I was reading it wrong, bro. When I first read the trade, I'm like, "You giving up first and a second round and Horford? Danny Green? For Danny Green? What? No. Make it make sense? No, I was that made like, no sense, bro. Oh, gave all God. that away for nothing. <laughs> and I keep seeing Philly fans say it's a good deal. I'm like, what? What are you looking at? They, they, what they are just, you looking at? They just like the fact that they're in the trade talk. That's all it is. They just like the fact oh, they're in news bro. right now. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> I just keep saying they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good move. That's a good move. No, it's not. No. People, y'all, they traded Horford like he was the bad deal in a bad contract. No. Horford still is a good player. He was just in a bad situation being yeah. the backup center for the uh, for the Sixers. You could have traded him to the Kings for a Buddy Hill or something like that because the Kings need a center. But you traded him to the OKC for Danny Green and you giving up two picks? That shit disgusting to me, Wild. bro. That shit was disgusting to me when I Wild. saw it. Wild. I was like, this is ugly. Like, <laughs> just an ugly trade. It didn't make I, sense. I didn't even want to retweet it. I was like, this is so ugly. Like, what? 
it did make sense, bro. I understand that uh, Philly didn't – he wasn't a good fit in Philly, bro, but that's a, that was a terrible trade. I don't care what anything yeah. said, bro. That was a terrible trade. And I think that was all of the deals that happened. We had some Gordon Hayward speculation uh, to the Hawks, but uh, we still have to see how that shakes out and things like that. But we can move on to the NFL, bro. Huge week. Had a – bro. Had one of the biggest plays I've ever seen in my life with this literally shit, bro. Oh my goodness! So we can start off with the Bills versus uh, versus Cardinals game, bro. How did you react to that motherfucking play, bro? I seen it live, and I was like, I, first off, I'm thinking if somebody catches it, it's not gonna be no real deal catch. It was gonna be a bobble in the air if somebody come down with it. The fact that D Hop went up on three defenders. And they all jumped at the same time. It's not like he was only jumping with one or jumping with two. He jumped with all three of them and snagged it. I was like, D-Hop different, bro. He don't drop. He like Larry Fitzgerald. He don't drop. D-Hop just don't drop passes. That so I was just nuts, like that. Bro. And the fact that he he was capping afterwards, though. He was like, I knew I wasn't going to miss. He was like, I knew I wasn't going to drop the pass. I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just be humble. Just be humble and accept the praise. Don't be like, yeah, I knew I was going to catch it. No, you, you didn't real. know that. <laughs> but this is, this is the first thing, because this is my first Hail Mary I've ever seen live, bro. For real? First Hail Mary I've ever seen live, yeah. I seen, a, I seen like two, three, maybe? Nah, this is the first one, and this is the best one I've ever seen, bro. Three niggas? Oh, no, nah, bro. And I would say this, though. They were saying, was this one? Or the Megatron went better. I was like... This one oh, low-key better than niggas. that one. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. was like, this one low-key better because Megatron, he had three people on him, but he had two jump with him, and then one came. D-Hop it was the same thing here, though. It was the same thing here. It was two that jumped with D-Hop, and there was a third that ran in, and when he still got there in time for the ball. I don't know. I just feel like they, the defenders were closer to D-Hop than the defenders were to Megatron. I feel like that's what it was. I feel mm-hmm. like the, the proximity of it was closer with D-Hop. Yeah. I feel like that's why that one was a little bit better. But I want to tell you and all these niggas that have been on this DK Metcalf train, I'm gl- I want to put all this best wide receiver talk to bed. We why? see, we huh? Why? We just see who the best wide receiver is. What are you talking about? Why? All that, all that talk need to go to bed, bro. I don't want to hear that junk. No. And we see what happened to D-Hop this weekend. Jalen Ramsey, does that ring a bell? Clamping that boy? Yeah, man. Yeah, all that D-Hop talk, best wide receiver, he going to be good. He going to be great. But let's calm that shit down, man. The best wide receiver we seeing on Sunday make a huge play for the Cardinals, man. DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the league. That's all I had to say. Are you done? That's all I, I got to say. Are you done? That's all I had to say. Okay. DK Metcalf is still the best wide receiver in the league right now. D-Hop, D-Hop is number two. So the best wide receiver in the league does not get shut down. It was Jalen Ramsey. What the hell? Whoa, D Hop not getting shut down by Jalen Ramsey? No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. All right, they were in the same. They were in the same division. D Hop, D Hop, and Jalen Ramsey were in the same division, and he never got shut down like that. Next topic. DK Metcalf is the best receiver in the league. D Hop is number two. After what you seen on Saturday, you're letting a hail mary. You're letting a Hail Mary change your opinion? No, I was, I was still D-Hop number one now. I was already on this. But I want to put y'all niggas to bed on this DK train that y'all seen why and who the number one receiver is. That's all I'm saying, bro. It was just more evidence to why he's the number one. 
I mean, it's been happens. it's been plenty of evidence throughout this season why DK can be the nah, number one. he's got shut down a couple times this year, and that don't happen to the best wide receiver. That's all I'm saying, okay. bro. Can you okay. admit that? Can you just admit that though? He got shut. Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the league. Like but this isn't is, the first time he got shut down though. Okay, Quincy. That's all I'm saying, bro. Best wide receiver don't get shut down, bro. Today's episode is brought to you by the gallery. The gallery is a curated collection of photographs from around the world, based out of New York. Although most of us are currently unable to travel the world, this is a great way to bring a piece of the world to you. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, the gallery is offering our listeners 15% off their purchase by using the code 15OFF. That's 15 capital O capital F capital F. Go to thegallery.com, that's T-H-E g-a-l-r-y.com so your wall will never be boring again the gallery your dream spot is wherever you are but i want to stick on the cardinals topic though because do i want to make this bold take i think i'm gonna make it (laughs) kyler murray will win the nfl mvp too wild no he he He's definitely a candidate, yes, but no, 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 no. Let me get my points off. The only let way he'll make it off. is if they get to the playoffs. If they get to the let playoffs. Get to the playoffs. Hey, I ain't know what I'm worried about. This is what I'm saying, bro. There, you, already, you realize there. Can I go? Yeah. Can I <laughs> right. This is what I'm saying, bro. Patrick Mahomes, we already expected the Chiefs to be good, and we expected him to be great. He's having another great season. We understand that. But this, this, what he's doing with this Cardinals team right now, six and three, and could possibly take over the division from Russell Wilson and the, the Seahawks. And I think this Thursday night game is going to be huge for the MVP case. If he comes out and dominates Russell Wilson for a second time this season, I'm telling you, he's going to be neck and neck with Patrick Mahomes and this MVP conversation, bro. He's going to supersede Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to get over Russell Wilson, bro. This game on Thursday night is huge for the MVP race. He's going to be neck and neck with Patrick Mahomes. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes and them are going to lose a couple games toward the back end. And it's really going to slip his MVP case. My man Riley's, I mean, Kylie going to keep on rising up, rising up, rising up. What That's not happening, bro. I, I really rock with Kyler. I feel like he, he's definitely, he, he has the potential to be the front runner for MVP next season for sure. But <laughs> this season, I just, I don't see it happening. He, he's going to have to, what, how many games left? Like six, maybe uh seven for some people. But I feel like he's really going to have to show out these last six to seven games. He's been showing he, out this whole season. He has, but he's going to have to really just crank. He's going to have to run away with it. He's going to have to run away with it these last six to seven games in order for me to just say he's, yeah, he definitely getting it. Nah. He's going to be a definite top two finish, though. Definite top two finish. And I'm telling you, it's going to be neck and neck between him and Patrick Mahomes. And this is all on the, 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 the Chiefs sliding toward the back end. Because I've seen their schedule, and they got a few losses on their schedule, in my opinion. They have a few losses. So I'm like, if they lose these games, I'm like, Kyler can really be sneaking up there, man. Because I'm telling do, you. Do we count the – um? I know for the NBA, we don't count playoffs when it comes to awards. Do we count playoffs? No. We don't. Regular season award, my brother. Yeah, he really, bro, he really just going to have – he going to have to show me. He really going to have to just run away with it these last six games if he want to win it, for real, for real. Otherwise, nine times out of ten, it's going to be Pat or damn near Aaron Rodgers. 
I want to say this about the Packers. They suck. They 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 suck, bro. What? Come on, bro. I, so seeing what I'm seeing, bro, they're not the same team that they were at the beginning of the season, bro. They don't suck. This, but I will say this. But I will say this. They may not they, be like amazing, but they don't suck. No. They're the same team from last season that we seen, bro. They got far in the playoffs, but it's just like, do you have enough? And teams are better this year. And you're the same, basically. And do you have enough for Aaron Rodgers, bro? But they are getting somebody key back this week. Alan Lazard is coming back this week. So if Lazard comes back and shows up and play like he was playing in the beginning of the season, because I think that's when they started to tail off. They started to tail off when he was injured with that abdomen injury. He's been out for like eight weeks. So if he get back and was playing how he was playing at the beginning of the year, I would take back the suck comment. But what I've been seeing from the, uh, from the Packers, bro, they ain't impressing me, bro. At all. I, I, they I ain't impressing me at all. Bro. I completely disagree. One of the um, top two or three teams in the NFC, in my opinion, right now. I feel going like by they, record. Not, not by record. Or both. both. I still, in the NFC right now, I still see them as one of the top two or three teams. You could damn make a case they possibly the fifth, sixth best team in the league still. Nah. You could damn make a case for that. Nah. Not if you're based, watching with your eyes. If you're watching based, with your record, off, I can understand. But if you're watching with your eyes, bro, I'm not saying Based off of how A-Rod playing and their record, you can definitely make that assumption. Can't see it, bro. Can't see it. Almost losing to the Jacks? Disgusting. Disgusting. Come on, Patriots bro. almost lost to the Jets, and they won. The Patriots? We comparing the Patriots no, I'm to just the saying, Packers? If, if, we're, if we're talking about teams playing Weapons? trash teams, I'm just saying. To a good team? No, I'm, I'm just about here. I'm not making an actual comparison. I'm just saying the Jets almost beat the Patriots, but we see how that turned out. We Jags almost beat how the Packers. We've seen, we we see seen it. You're comparing the Patriots to the Packers, and I'll completely disagree with you. No, I'm not. I'm not comparing the teams. I'm just comparing the scenarios of playing trash teams. He's trying to. Why are you trying to shoot this man this bell, bro? He hasn't been playing <laughs> that great, bro. He I'm hasn't. not shooting a bell. I'm just saying. Aaron Rodgers is still playing MVP football, is what I will say. But the team as a whole. I, I just can't be impressed, bro. I can't be impressed. All right, moving on. Rams versus Seahawks. One question. Are the Rams sleeper Super Bowl contenders? Uh, they are. Definitely sleeper contenders. I didn't see them being this well this late into the season. Uh, did I think they would be trash? No, but did I see them becoming a sleeper team? So, hey, they, they could damn near make the Super Bowl if um, none of these other teams paying attention. I definitely did not see that. I definitely seen them um, making the playoffs possibly, but mm. other than that, nah, I ain't see too much. Yeah. I don't see them as a uh, Super Bowl contender. They're definitely getting to the playoffs. They're, they're a good playoff team. I don't even think I had them making the playoffs this year. So they definitely exceeded my expectations already yeah. just by being in this position. And I think it's a three-way tie for first in the NFC West too. So it can really go either way. I think they were the one team in the um, NFC West. Yeah, that I, I had them at last. I ain't yeah. had them making the playoffs, I don't think. Yeah. But I, I, had, I damn near had uh, all three other three teams making it. I had the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Rams making it out of that division, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just had the um, – I don't even think I had the Seahawks. I just had the 49ers and the, the Cardinals making the playoffs out of that division. But the Rams, they, like I said, bro, they definitely exceeded my expectations, but I see a playoff. It's still something about Jared Goff that I can't completely jump on to. When the man get pressure on him and he can't get into that uh, play-action passing game, he is not the same quarterback. He was getting into a rhythm. But we're seeing this uh, against Seattle defenses the whole season. They can't stop anybody. And he was really let, just, really let him do what he want. They also just lost one of their top offensive linemen, too. So it's like 
Oh, yeah, golf, last week. You know, yeah. Golf got to definitely tighten up now. He got to have his peripheral vision on point because now you don't lost your blind side blocker. And it's, it's full speed ahead. We in the latter half of the season now. So, no, no time for F-ups, no time for fumbling, none of that. And that's what I'm saying. When, when golf has pressure on him, and we've seen it kind of on, on Sunday, when he has pressure on him, he's a completely different quarterback. A lot of quarterbacks are different with pressure on them, but some can evade pressure. But well, he, he's really like a statue in the pocket. He ain't moving that much. He really like Brady. He going to stay in that pocket more when he really wants to stay in that pocket. And when you get pressure on him, he's completely different. When he can get into that play action, the running game is going well, he looks like a good quarterback. You get the pressure on him, bro, he can't, can't overcome that situation. So like you said, to your point, missing that offensive lineman, that can really come and bite them in the ass, especially uh, with his uh, shortcomings as a – not a good quarterback under pressure. So I see them as a playoff team, but not Super Bowl contender. Not Super Bowl contender. Moving on. Ravens versus Pats, bro. Whole lot of shit happened this game, bro. Yeah, I was not expecting Cam to pull that off. I I really wasn't. (laughs) At all, bro. I I I think that that got both of us, didn't it? Because we both picked the Ravens. Yeah, I definitely picked the Ravens. I didn't expect expect this at all. all. (laughs) I I really thought this wasn't even going to be close, honestly. I thought it was going to be a blowout, damn. Yeah, (laughs) I I didn't expect this to be close (laughs) at all. But especially in those conditions, you know what I'm saying? In those conditions. But I guess that helped the Patriots because the Patriots really want to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. So it's just like shit. In this weather, we gonna we have to run the ball. Hey, but shot shot to Cam though for getting the dub. I'm I'm always happy to see Cam yeah. win. It's just yeah. I didn't ex- I didn't expect you to do at that. Like, at all. <laughs> not against the Ravens, you know what I'm saying? So man, I feel like that game. Did that game tell you more about the Ravens or did it tell you more about the Patriots? Uh, Patriots and them finding a formula of winning. Low key told me more about the Patriots and their formula of winning. Uh. I feel like the Ravens have just been getting a lot of criticism this year. We've been criticizing Lamar single on single. And it's funny, bro, because you remember at the beginning of the season, we was like, we really haven't heard much about the Ravens. Yeah. The past few weeks, we've been hearing a lot of criticism. A lot of it went from they under the radar to they're on the radar for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) So I I feel like this game told me way more about the Patriots and how they can figure out how to win and they're back on track of winning and finishing 500 or possibly above 500 if they play correctly. Uh, the Ravens, I'm not too worried about them. They still going to make the playoffs. They're still a threat. How big of a threat, that's the question mark at this point. But they, they got it on lock. I ain't worried about them at all. Hold on. What what you just said? What? You said something said about again. the Ravens having something on lock. They got the playoffs on lock. Ooh, that's not true. <laughs> Why hey, ain't true? Hey, if you look at the AFC playoff picture – that playoff picture, bro, the Titans are not in the playoffs. If we were to start the playoffs right now, the Titans, who are 6-3, and three, are not in the playoffs. It's a couple of teams like that. I, I'm predicting the Ravens, too, make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. How they I mean, if we, if we were just to go off of the records right now, okay. I'm they just saying how the record's looking right now, bro. It's just like – and I think they play the Titans this week, too. I think they play the Titans. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting to see. But, man, it's a log jam in that – and that uh in the AFC though, bro. Yeah. Like I said, it's nine teams who are six and three and up. So that's gonna be real difficult to even squeeze in. So if you lose a couple of games in a row, your season could possibly be over, bro. For real, for real. So yeah. everybody gotta tighten up at this point. And I also think this game taught uh, taught us more about how the Patriots can continue to win moving forward. They have a couple of they have a lot of winnable games actually moving forward. I just talked about the AFC AFC playoff picture. I don't think they make the playoffs or anything like that. 
but I think they can still end up having a good season contrary to what we were thinking a couple of weeks ago when they were two and five or whatever. They Actually, were. let me look at the rest of their schedule because it ain't that bad. They can be an eight and eight, nine and seven type team. Let me see where I'm looking at it right now. Because I think they, they got the, the Texans this they week. They got the Texans next. That's the Cardinals. That's an L. Chargers. Ooh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that now. Chargers. That's a dub. Rams. Possibly an L. Dolphins. That's winnable. That's winnable. Dolphins. It is winnable, but Dolphins. Mm. Winnable. Is winnable. You got to think but... about who, who our head coach is. Who the head coach for the Patriots, bro. And you know how he going to get into a quarterback yeah. mind. He going to get into a young quarterback mind, man. And then you that's, got, why, that's how I think about it. You got the Bills and then the Jets. <clears throat> they almost they beat, beat the Bills a couple weeks ago. Huh? I said they almost beat the Bills a couple weeks ago if it weren't for the fumble. True. And the Jets are the Jets. So, so I don't you know. really only said a couple of L's where I was like, mm, I see them. They could lose to the Cardinals. They could lose to the Rams. And they could lose to the, to the Bills for sure. Yeah, and then and also, possibly, the, also the Dolphins. Dolphins. Also, also the Dolphins, yeah. Only like teams I said, those I, are all toss-ups. Only teams I really got them beaten are the Texans, the Chargers, and the Jets for sure. Those are for sure dubs. But Everybody out of those else, four games, out of those four teams you just said, I can see them winning two out of those four games that you just said. They, go, they can easily beat any of those teams. With the formula that they got right now and the time control and how Cam playing, he not turning the ball over, I like the formula they got right going right now. I got the formula. Like I said, no playoffs. I think people are over-exaggerating that. But I think they can still end up having a salvageable season. Uh, eight and eight, like I said, nine and seven, something along those lines. Uh, moving on. Colts versus Titans, man. Got the Colts smacked the Titans on Thursday yep. night football last week, bro. Not so, expecting that. <laughs> not expecting that at all, bro. So what's wrong with the Titans at, uh, from what you've been seeing, bro? Uh is this something that's sticking out to you? Any takeaways from what's been going on the last few weeks? I honestly don't know. First off, I haven't even – over the past two, three weeks, I haven't even been watching any Titans games, honestly. But that's when just, they've been sliding. Yeah, just based off of the highlights I've been seeing and just off of the competition they've been playing, I'm just like, there's no way they can't win these games, especially with Tannehill playing the way he's playing and Derrick Henry running the way he's running. I feel like it's just on the defense at this point to keep the games low scoring and just figure out a way to get the offense the ball back as quickly as you can. I feel like that's where they haven't been executing that. So they, they need to find a way defensively to keep themselves in the game and not just have it be a run scoreboard up type of situation. And I feel like Derrick Henry, he's the main source of that offense. He hasn't been as effective as we know him to be. Yeah. But he is somebody in the second half of seasons who really kicks it up a notch. So hopefully in the second half of his, this season, he can really get it going. But I think when he's not going – it really hurts the whole entire offense because he has to get something and the, so the play-action game can start moving. Tannehill been playing solid. I ain't going to blame Tannehill, but it's just the defense. You're giving up 34 points to the Colts? That's yeah, tough. That, that's <laughs> that's yeah. tough. The Phillip Rivers is like, whoa. That, <laughs> that's kind of crazy giving up 34 <laughs> points to them, bro. So, uh, yeah, they guess definitely got to tighten up. But do you believe in the Colts? Do you see them going somewhere anytime soon? They can definitely make a playoff run, but mm-hmm. – uh. Other than that, no. I see them making it to the playoffs and losing the first game. Like, that's that's the ceiling for them right now, which agreed. which isn't bad. Hey, you made it to the postseason. But. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. 
All right, bro. Let's move on to two wild Wednesday. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Got a couple right, of them today. Bro, what's the what was the last pick in the NBA draft, bro? Uh, Isaiah Stewart went to the Portland Trail Blazers at pick number sixteen. Damn, Cole Anthony went fifteen to the Magic. Really? Whoa. Interesting. That's crazy. I definitely thought they was gonna get Tyree, uh, Tyrell Terry. <laughs> Ooh. All right, bro. Tyrell going to the Heat. I feel it. <laughs> Tyrell going to the Heat, bro. If he get to the Heat, bro, he gonna be solid, bro. They can develop that boy. That boy ain't gonna be straight. All right, hey, bro. Timberwolves got their pick in already. Yeah, at this point in the draft, bro, you should be. If, if yeah, somebody you, gets you taken, should definitely you should know. know. Yeah, you should really know who you who you trying to get, bro. All right, bro. Let's get let's move forward with the two wild Wednesday. So we got uh, the Dolphins will win the AFC East. Two wild, not too wild. Uh, not too wild. I got the Bills still staying on top and just finishing the season strong and winning it. But the way Tua is playing, the way Coach Brian has this team like flourishing right now, uh, you you even. Gave props saying that he damn near can win coach of the year if they finish this off right. Uh, the way the Dolphins are playing, I wouldn't be surprised if they get the top seed in that division based on how the other two teams in the division are playing and are just situated with their record right now. Not too wild. They will win this division. I'm telling you, they will win this division. Um, I think the Bills, I already told you about the Bills. I really, I'm not really confident in the way they've been playing the past few weeks. But I do like the formula that the Dolphins have going with the – the running game has been better. Tua with his precision passing. And the defense is what we should be giving a lot of the credit to for this Miami Dolphins team. And they really slide under the radar. This defense ain't giving up too many points, bro. They yeah. really stout. So I like the way Miami, the formula they got over there. And I got them winning the uh, AFC East. And that was 63% too wild on that one. For real? Damn. 63% too wild, yep. The Saints will go undefeated in the time that Drew Brees is out. Too wild. Yes! Too wild. Stop. No, stop. James they go, Tom. They finna lose their first game Tom. with this man starting. James, let me look up their schedule. They hey. finna lose their first hey. game with this man starting. No bull. Did I not call this, though? I you did, this. and I I'm very this. upset. No, no, I, I'm very upset because I kept telling you stop saying Drew Brees was finna get injured. But it, it happens every it. year, bro. It's not even like I called it. It's just like it was It, it, was, it was. You put inevitable. it in the air. You it put was inevitable. In the air it was inevitable. But look. It's funny because I said this before the year, and then I went back and looked at the podcast from a couple of uh, weeks ago, and I had made a joke. You was like, when the next time Jameis is going to play or some shit like that? And I was like, he's going to be the quarterback in a couple of weeks. couple of weeks later, he real did a quarterback of the team. Crazy how nigga be calling shit. That's, that's, oh my God. <laughs> Jameis about, about to show y'all niggas. So he got, they got the Saints, or they got I the know Falcons? They got you the said Falcons? they got the Falcons? And he's supposed to be out three to four weeks, I think. Cause he got a color, uh, a collapsed lung and a broken rib. He like he that. gonna miss he he's gonna miss enough of the rest of this season for them to figure out if they want to keep Jameis starting or if they are gonna sit Jameis down after game two. Like they they got enough time to figure this out. Yeah, ain't no need to sit nobody down because he's gonna do his thing. You know Taysom I mean? Hill will probably become the starting quarterback. We've seen what Taysom Hill can be at quarterback, and it's not good. Taysom Hill. He's a good gadget. He's a good gadget player. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what's going to happen. He's not, he's not a full-time you. QB. You're, you're, you're getting your hopes up for Jameis. Uh, you are Jameis. All right, bro. Okay, okay. Let me get the, the next four games. So, we got the Falcons. 
Duh. Broncos. Duh. Falcons. Duh. Eagles. Duh. And then after this fourth week, they got the Chiefs. I ain't going to say duh for that one. That's an L. <laughs> but hopefully Drew Brees back by that time. So the next four games, they win in these next four games with James. Day. They win in these next four games with Jefferson. I'm going to just say it like that. I'm going to say this now. <laughs> for the New Orleans Saints, I am denouncing my beef with Atlanta. And I will pick Atlanta for both of those games. Wow, you flaw. You've been saying all this bullshit. I have not picked Atlanta in at least six weeks. (laughs) I have not picked Atlanta in at least six weeks. But this upcoming week and two weeks after that, I will be picking Atlanta. I just want to let that be known. This nigga flaw. So the Saints, so yeah, that was not too wild for me. You said too wild? Oh, yeah, too wild. And that was 52% too wild, a close one. I don't know why that was close. Those folks believing in Jameis, they know. I don't know why that was close. Anybody who voted not too wild, you just clearly have hope in something that is hopeless. Nah, that's hope. Jameis about to get a contract after this year. He about to pull a Teddy. He about to pull a Teddy B. On to the next one. You about to pull a Teddy (laughs) B. I don't know why you hating, man. Nobody hating. I'm giving you facts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Rams are the best team in the NFC West. Too wild, not too wild. Uh, not too wild. They're making a case for it. I got the Cardinals still right now. At first, it was Seattle. I, I thought Seattle was just going to be this powerhouse team that low-key could have three, four weeks ago. I had them down and finishing the season undefeated. But the Cardinals have proven to be the best team in that division right now. But the, it's not too wild to say that the Rams can be that. I'm going to say this, though. I Josh be Green. Surprised. At this point, at this point, I would not be surprised if the Seahawks missed the playoffs completely. Whoa. Would not be surprised, not a bit, how they playing on defense. Wouldn't, Wouldn't be surprised. Real quick, Josh Green just went to Dallas. Thank God Luca got somebody with him and Porzingis. I just want to say that. But um, ooh, that that's not I too wouldn't be surprised, bro. I wouldn't, I be, wouldn't surprised. be surprised. How they, have they lost three in a row? Or three out of their last four? They lost three, three out of their last, last four, four, I believe. Yeah. I don't know if it was three in a row, but. Yeah, yeah. it's not three in a row. It's three out of their last four they done lost. But how they playing on defense? And, and Russ is turning over the ball way more than what he was doing in the beginning of the season. Yeah. I don't even think he had an interception until, like, week five or week six. And now he just giving up the rock. He had two picks last week, three mm-hmm. picks against the Cardinals a few weeks ago. It's like, damn, Russ, you're starting to give it up a way more than we expected you to, bro. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think they – I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't say they're not, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs at all. But going back to this question, I say not too wild because I think the Rams are the most complete team. I think they're the most complete team in the NFC West. So I will rock out and say not too wild. I don't know. Now, I, I feel but like, I like, I like, I like, like the Cardinals the most, though. I like the Cardinals the most. I feel like Arizona pretty complete, too, though. They, they secondary like that. But the front seven is what I'm like. Nah, their front seven ain't trash. It could definitely be better, but but you got to think about the uh, the, uh, the the Rams defense, and that's why I'm comparing well, yeah. it to when, when I compare it to the Rams defense. I'm okay, like, yeah, God damn, you got Aaron Donald, you got all them boys over there, and you got uh, Ramsey, you got Rap, and, and all them uh, boys. you got uh, Robinson. I think that's his last name. He, Robinson, he, uh, yeah, yeah, so they safety. solid over there. Yeah, okay, I give you that. I give you that. I'm like complete team in the NFC West. I'm giving that to the Rams. My favorite team and who I think will win this division, the Cardinals. Yeah, oh, I, I had it as the Seahawks, but the Cardinals look like the favorite to win it right now. Yeah. All right, next one. 
The Colts are dark horse Super Bowl contenders. Too wild. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Way too wild. Next question. Way too. We just had a whole conversation yeah, on first, first game of the playoffs, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. You got Phillip Rivers on your team too wild. The Pats will make the playoffs. What, what was the percentage on that? Oh, one? yeah. My fault. My fault. So for the Rams one, it was 50-50. They ain't had that many votes. The Colts one, it was 68% too wild. Yeah, so that's, uh, that was that. And for the Pats, we'll make the playoffs. Too wild. Too wild. And that was 70% too wild on that one. Next one. The Eagles should trade Carson Wentz after the season. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. I feel like you got Jalen Hurts drafting him for a reason. Um, Yeah, it's just injuries and the lack of consistency. The, the lack of shown up talent to even have consistency with Carson Wentz right now is just real disappointing. It's gotten to the point where it's like in post-game interviews, we're tired of hearing, I got to play better. Like, we, we all know you have to play better. It's when are you going to play better? You know, we, we just have yet to see that. I don't want to say bust for Carson Wentz just yet, but he, he knocking on the door. I wouldn't call him a bust now. I wouldn't either. I, I say he knocking on the door. I ain't going to call him one. He was damn near MVP on one season. No, he was damn near MVP. He was, but the way these injuries coming in and the way he ain't been able to just make do what it do with what he got, like, because that's a factor we have with all of these other great quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? So it's like with Dak, no matter if he got talented receivers or not, we expect Dak to make do what it do because he has the talent. Carson Wentz, I'll put you in the same boat. You got the talent. If we give you mediocre – and above average, you ain't even got to have great receivers. But we, if we give you mediocre and above average, you got to make something safe, some some shake, because you talented enough, you know. And mm-hmm. he just has yet to do that really offensively. So I just, I don't know. He knocking on the door of bust to me. But yeah, not too wild. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the guy, though. I would think they would have to trade or maybe draft somebody else if they don't win this division. And they have a few quarterbacks that's going to be available in this draft. I think they said it's. Possibly six quarterbacks can be in the first round. So if they don't feel confident in Wentz, you can just trade Wentz and try uh, try to draft somebody else, whether that's a, a Jack Wilson, a Kyle Trask, a Mac Jones, whoever that's at the back end of that first round, you can probably pick them. So I think I don't know, could I draft. I just feel like they should try and do it with Hurts. Why draft Hurts at all if you like, I don't think Hurts is the guy, the quarterback that I would want for that team, bro, from what I've seen from him this season. I don't know. I just haven't seen it. Like I feel like he don't give me those more, vibes. We need to see more reps from him. We I feel like I need to see more reps from uh from Hurts to actually give an um decision on whether I feel like he should definitely be the starter or not. Right now, I feel like he's the next best thing after you get rid of Wentz. He's the person that you should try and build around for like the next year or two. Cause mm-hmm. uh after Trask and Fields and Lawrence, the, this next the, the oh, yeah, it's a big drop-off after that. It's a big drop-off. Yeah, it's a big drop-off, but you got the quarterback from Clemson coming in after Trask. Like, DJ – I forgot how to say his last name. He a but freshman. He, he a freshman? Yeah, he freshman. Oh, I thought he was a sophomore. Oh, he is a freshman. I, thought, I don't know why I thought he was a sophomore. Yeah, so it is a big drop-off after this QB drive class. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's the situation. You got to find a diamond in the rough at that point. That's what I'm saying. And, and it's just me. I really don't have that much confidence in Hurts, even before last season, coming into this season anyway. I'm like, I don't really see quarterback or, like, star quarterback potential from a Hurts. 
I think you can probably find more. Yeah, I don't see star quarterback. Do you want to go with solid? Do you want to go with solid? You want to give up Wentz and go to solid? Or do you want to pick somebody in the draft? All I'm really getting from Wentz. All I'm getting from Wentz is solid really right now anyway. It barely But you have a higher upside with Wentz, I think, than you would have with a a Jalen Hurts. I think you have a higher upside with Wentz. Because he obviously this year, he's been fucking up. But we've seen what he can be. When, yep. he, he, when he has everything and when his mind is right. I don't even think Hurts' potential is that high, though. So that's why I'm like, if you're giving up a Wentz, you want somebody with that same type of potential who, and who's going to give you great quarterback play. And I don't think that is Hurts. And that's why I say you're going to draft somebody, pick somebody up in free agency or whatever. I don't think it's Hurts, though. I don't think it's Hurts. But definitely should trade Wentz after what I've been seeing, though. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and that was 61%, not too wild. All right. Whoa. It's about to be the West name pick. He about to pick soon. Yeah, they got pick number twenty. Sadiq Bay from Villanova went to the Nets. Uh, who, who, yeah. just, who was before him? Josh Green to Dallas. Oh, okay. All right, man. Next one, Russell Wilson. Oh, damn, Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook and James Harden will be traded before the start of the season. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Uh, Westbrook is already um let hints be known that he doesn't want to be there anymore. Uh, James Harden declined $50 million. So I feel like that's a pretty big <laughs> sign that, Hey, I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> so definitely before December tip off, we will definitely see both of them in different uniforms, which uniforms that is yet to be uh, predicted at this moment. But I definitely don't see either of them saying. Too wild. Key part, the key part before the start of the season. I don't think you can get Russ off that quickly, bro. I don't think you can get Russ off that quickly because we were talking about it last week. What are his landing spots? And I think they're having a very hard time finding landing spots of somebody who wants Russ's contract and Russ at this stage in his career. I think it's a lot of teams that's like, uh, I don't know. So I think we will have to see Russ play in a Rockets uniform uh, this season. Maybe not, maybe not Harden. I think Harden would be easier to get off of, but I think Westbrook, you might have to play with Westbrook. And we heard a couple of reports earlier today and yesterday that the Rockets don't mind getting uncomfortable with them on the roster this season. I know they probably that's probably just GM speak, but I think they really believe that as well. Because, hey, if you don't have that, the trade that you want for any of these guys, yeah. don't make the trade because they're still under contract. They, right. they both have three years. Yeah, they both have three years on their contract. So you don't have to trade them. <laughs> you really don't, bro. Yeah. You really don't. So you wait until you get the perfect trade until you trade them. So if that's not before the start of the season, don't trade them. And I feel like you're not going to get what you want for Westbrook, I don't think. So that's why I said too wild. And that was 65%, not too wild. Moving on, we got uh, the Bucks will win the East with Drew and Bogdanovich. Well, that's before I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to before. say that. Was... <laughs> well, so with, with Drew. Yeah, with I was about to say that. That's invalid. That's invalid. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks will win the East with Drew and Giannis and Middleton them. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, With Drew, Giannis. Mm, it's not too wild. I got the Nets winning the East and going to the finals, but it's not too wild. I got the Bucks making it at least to the Eastern Conference finals. So not too wild for me. The Bucks will win the East, though. The Bucks will win the East. I, I think so right now. Just as we stand right now, like I said, 
I just have to see the I just have to see the Nets on the court together with the chemistry, bro. Because I, I, right now I just do not have the confidence in the Nets that I feel like I should be having. I trust KD. That's where that's really why I have the Nets winning the East and going all the way to the finals because I just trust. I feel like we're at a point right now where we have to trust KD. A lot of people want to put KD in the in the goat not GOAT conversation, but in the top player in the league conversation against Braun and stuff. And I'm like, we've seen Braun do some pretty unbelievable type stuff with certain rosters that if you give any other star player this roster, this isn't happening. And I just – I feel like with this Nets roster right now, KD, you have damn near – Everything. No you have – and that's what I want to – And, and you're coming back healthy. So it's like – coming back healthy. Now. And I wanted to bring this up in the Nets point, but I forgot. If I'm KD, I don't want Harden on my team because you taking away from my shine, bro. I don't want you coming off because then they're going to start looking at who's really the one on that team. Yeah, KD, you're the greatest player, but we just talked about how the offense is going to be ran. The ball is going to be in Harden's hands. So who are they really going to be giving the credit to? So I yeah. wouldn't even want a Harden for that reason because if we do win a championship, who the credit going to? It's just, it's just going to be like a Golden State type of situation. No, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like Golden State. I think it's going to be a Golden State situation, bro. I feel like this, this is the point where I tell people, okay, now I can respect if KD gets a ring building a team like this. When you because, got Harden and Kyrie on your team? Because you that's formed. A, that's a what's-the-name situation. Because you went to the East and you formed that team. You didn't join a team. That beat you. That was already the juggernaut. I'm just talking team. about talent. You made wise, a juggernaut. Uh, talent wise, okay. I'm talking about yo. in terms of getting the credit. I'm talking about in terms of. Oh, KD credit. gonna get the credit. Don't don't get it twisted. KD oh, is going to get the credit. he go nah. KD is who, getting the credit. Who gets the credit for the? Who gets the credit for those Golden State championships? Nobody really gets the credit because it was just like it was expected at that point. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it will probably be the same thing with this KD roster. It, it, it will it be expected. Be it won't it be, be the same. I feel like it would be. There, there's no expect. There's no Nets expectations. There are KD If you get Harden on your team, there are going to be expectations, bro. Not for the team. For Kevin Durant, there's going to be expectations. For the Man. Nets organization, there are no expectations. There's ex If you get Harden, Kyrie, and KD on your team, it's going to be expectations. Very high expectations. Winning. For the organization, I say no because you just hired – you're hiring a coaching staff right now where the that head coaching coach shit got to fly out the window. No, I'm saying for the organization. For the organization, the head coach and the assistant coach have no experience at all whatsoever. Mike D'Antoni? I'm talking about Amari Stoudemire. And that nigga. I'm talking coach. about Amari Stoudemire. We, we know, we know D'Antoni over there, but it's like he's not the head oh, person. The heat pick. We got Precious Achua. Damn. I, I, Achua. I, I don't know how to say this. Yeah, name. Precious Achua. Yeah. I wanted a guard. <laughs> we do need another big man though, so I ain't mad at it though. We did. I'm about to say we need somebody to help Bam. So yeah, we definitely needed somebody big after Bam, and he was supposed to go way early in the draft too. I'm surprised he's still here. Yeah, he was pick number twenty. Pick number twenty, solid pick. I'm not mad at it. I ain't mad at it. They definitely need somebody behind Bam, so I ain't mad at it at all. All right. But yeah, I, I feel like KD has expectations. Uh, the Nets as a whole, this is the first time in however many years they got to look towards success right now so they they just they're taking whatever they can get as far as record wise and playoff spot wise all right next one and that was 55 percent not too wild for that uh bucks one the lakers will win the nba finals in 2021 too wild not too wild not too wild um they picked up uh schroeder so schroeder schroeder um 
yeah, still got the same roster, still got Bronze, still got AD. They haven't gotten much rest, so I don't know how big of a factor that'll play. But Bronze spent like $1.2, $1.3 million a year on his body. That money finna have to be put to work. So I I trust Bron. I trust the team. I trust AD to be a good number two and stay healthy. So, yeah, it's not too wild. They can repeat if they want. Not too wild. And I think the consistency, the fact that not a lot of change is really going to happen. You do have somebody like a Stroder, but I think he fits in great with the team. So I don't think it's that much change. The consistency from last season and this season still going to be the same while other teams trying to get to know each other with chemistry issues. You're going to be on the same type of time like you were last year. And I think it's going to really help them on their championship quest. So, yeah, not too wild. And that was 65% not too wild. All right. Oh, let's uh, speed through these. Kyle Trask will unanimously win the Heisman. Too wild, not too wild. Not too wild. Not too wild. Oh, no, too wild. Unanimously. No, he won't win unanimously. So, too wild. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks will make the playoff this upcoming season. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Uh, yeah, not too wild. They might be six, six seed? Possibly. Possibly six seed. Uh, we are witnessing the final season of Drew Brees' football career. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Not too wild. This is definitely his last year. And I think he got a, already got a broadcasting contract set up for, for next season, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is definitely his last year. And he gets hurt every season. Like, it's inevitable. The window has already closed on James Harden and winning a championship. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. The age and... Just the fact that we already be putting the notion on him, he might go down as one of the greatest to never win one. So, too wild. If he gets with the Nets, they're winning a championship. Yeah. The Clippers will not make the Western Conference Finals again. <laughs> All right. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Mm, who's in the West? No, they still going to be a top team. Oh, in the who's West. in the West? It's going to be a top team in the West. I'm talking about who are the top teams in the West. Nah, uh, not too wild. I mean, too wild, too wild, too wild, too wild on that one. I can, if they get Rondo, I think Rondo is a key piece. If they get somebody like Rondo who can really floor general this type of offense that they need and Kawhi doesn't have to play make as much, I would say too wild on that one. But Rondo was a key piece in that, though. So I would say too wild because I do think that he will be sliding there. All right. Obi Toppin will be the biggest deal of the 2020 draft. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, I said not too wild based off his size, his athleticism, and the fact that he's he's not too heavy for his size. I I love it. I love the fact that he's a high um points per game averager coming out of Dayton, and his three four percentage is pretty high too for um for his position. So I like the versatility that he has with the athleticism. So I, I feel like he's definitely the biggest steal of the draft that we'll see over the next two to three years. Uh, and I would say too wild. Grant Riller will be the biggest steal of this draft. If you don't know who Grant Riller is, definitely look up his highlights out of College of Charleston. I don't know where he's going to land in this draft. He should be a first-round pick off of talent, but he's 23 years old, so you already know how people feel about the age type of thing. So he might yeah. slide into the second round, but he's going to be somebody who's going to be a bucket from the beginning. He's going to score NBA buckets. So Grant Riller will be the steal of this draft, most definitely. And that's it for Too Wild Wednesday. All right, bro, what's your rankings of the week? Uh, rankings of the week, I got Pittsburgh number one, Chiefs number two. Uh, who I got number three? Um, mm, probably we'll put Bucks at three. Packers at four. Damn, who I have a five. Uh, I'll put Cardinals at five. 
So I would do. Uh, Actually, no Rams. I'll put Rams at five. Rams really impressed me with their own, um, with their past week. Damn. So I would go. Yeah, Pittsburgh Chiefs definitely the top two. Uh, Bucks, Saints, Cardinals. Bucks, Saints, Cardinals. So those would be my three. And it's interesting because somebody was talking about it, right? They was talking about Jameis and how he can be way more explosive. Then Drew Brees, because you already know Drew Brees is checking that bitch down every time to come on most of the time. Or the throwing a slant to uh, my boy, Michael Thomas. So they were like, you know, Jameis want to sling that thing. You already know he can throw some picks, but Jameis going to sling that damn ball around the field. Exactly. So they were like, your offense can be way more explosive with him in there. And they were like, if the, if the offense is explosive, does Drew Brees get his job back? But this is the question that they've had, though. And Sean Payton addressed this to the media. He said, we, we don't expect him to throw interceptions every game. We're, we're not expecting that from him. And the moment he does start doing that, two picks this game, three picks this game, two picks this game, like, they're going to they're take him out. Sean Payton and the coaching staff have already said that. So, yes, he can be explosive. He can give you 30 touchdowns over for the year just like he can give you 25 interceptions, but do you want that ratio? I feel like they're trying to find somebody to give you a better ratio than that. So, yes, he could be explosive. Damn, Tyrese Maxey to the 76ers. Um, but uh, Solid pick, solid pick. But, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like he could be explosive. but it's a, He's not going to throw as many picks, though. I hope, I hope not. Shit. He can <laughs> Bro, Derek has been on this pod multiple times, and he was like, you already know. Do you guys know what the difference is when laser, LASIK eye surgery? It's a whole new world. James was throwing and basically saying, fuck it, when his eyes closed most of the time and was having 30 touchdowns. He was saying, fuck it. Because you got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. What the hell? (laughs) He can't see. He can't see. So he throwing that bitch deep to Mike Evans, and he don't know who he's going to catch. He's saying, I know Mike down there somewhere. That's all he's doing. You seen that pick with Kyler? Yeah. (laughs) He's throwing down there. That was basically what James was doing the past five years. So he finally got the eye surgery, bro. It's going to be different. He's not going to be the interception. He's going to throw an interception here and there. He's still going to have those type of tendencies, but he's not going to be like Tampa Jameis at all. And he's going to give you way more explosiveness because he's going to throw that bit deep. Trust me. Trust me. Jameis going to throw that bit deep. Beep. This is a quick ad break. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by State Bags. State Bags makes beautifully well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, State Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to any American channel in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. They're trying to make a difference in local kids' lives, so definitely try to support To get ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling to next, State is offering our listeners 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com using the code POD. That's 15% off your next purchase using the code POD at statebags.com. All right. So picks of the week. All right. Let's move on to the picks of the week. What we got? What we got? What we got? First game is the Seahawks versus the Cardinals Thursday night football. Mm. I got Cardinals. Me too. I got Cardinals, man. Uh, Bengals versus Washington. Damn, that's some trash. Uh, I got Bengals. Mm. Give me Washington. 
Washington, bro. Y'all hurt my heart this weekend, bro. Y'all supposed to pull off that comeback, man. Ain't supposed to pull off that comeback. But I got Washington, though. Uh, Alex Smith. I want to say this about Alex Smith, though. I feel like he's going to get comeback player of the year. He should get comeback. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they already damn near saying it. Yeah. Okay, they're saying that already? Okay, yeah. Because I'm like, bro, coming back from that and playing, period, is crazy. So, you should yeah. be able to get comeback later. All right, next one. Patriots versus Texans. Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Eagles versus Browns. 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 Falcons versus Saints. Falcons. Never. I haven't done <laughs> this. Man, this man been flaking on the Falcons. I haven't done this in like six weeks. So, Falcons. Oh, I got the Falcons. Man. This man been flaking on the Falcons. I ain't no uh I ain't no Tyrese Maxey was with uh Clutch Sports. Yeah, him man, uh Anthony Edwards. Crazy. No, he got the Saints. I got I got the Saints. I got the Saints. Lions versus Panthers. Mm. Uh damn. <laughs> I got the Panthers. That's a tough one. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm gonna go with the Panthers, though. That's gonna be a tough game. Steelers versus Jags. Steelers. Steelers. Titans versus Ravens. Ravens. They're going to bounce back. Mm. Come on, Tanny. I'm rocking, <laughs> with the t- I'm rocking with the Titans, bro. I'm rocking with the Titans. Dolphins versus Broncos. Dolphins. Dolphins. Jets versus Chargers. <sighs> I ain't going to do it again. Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the Jets to upset. That's a real long call. And they definitely did it. They definitely did it. But I, I ain't gonna try that again, though. Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I got the, I got the uh, Chargers. Cowboys versus Vikings. Uh, Vikings. Vikings. Hey, I said Vikings will make the playoffs. They was looking sad at the beginning of the season. They don't <laughs> want three in a row. They don't want three games in a row, bro. So they, hey, they could still make the playoffs. I got the Vikings though. Packers versus Colts. Ooh. Mm. Game of the week too. Yeah, I'm about to say, Colts on the surprise train right now, but A-Rod putting up MVP numbers? Damn. Who at home? Colts. I'm rocking with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. Now watch how Phillip Rivers just have a trash-ass game. I swear, I feel like I really haven't picked them in this type of game this whole year. I really haven't believed in Phillip this whole year. He's going to bite me in the ass. He is. I already know he is. He's going to bite me in the ass. But I'm going to still go with Phillip. Fuck it. Chiefs versus Raiders, Sunday night football. Mmm. I like Raiders. I like the Raiders. Mmm. The Raiders already – I think the Raiders already beat the Chiefs. So, I'm going to rock with the Chiefs. I'm going to rock with the Chiefs on this game. I feel like the Raiders going to beat them twice. I like the Raiders. Beat them twice? Mm-hmm. The Raiders – I think we already said this before, though, but I think the Raiders are real deals, some contenders. Yeah. Contenders, contenders. And I don't – you I'm already know. Coach of the year. I called it. I ain't saying <laughs> 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 say all that. But they, they are playing well. And I think this could possibly be – and I say I've seen this before. I've seen it somewhere that this could possibly be Gruden's best coaching job, period, ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. And I think that's true. So, good. Congratulations to the Raiders. But I'm going with the Chiefs, though. Rams versus Bucks. Uh, I got the Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. And uh, 
for that game, that's Monday Night Football, correct? Yeah, Monday Night Football. Uh, shout out to the the referee staff, the officiating staff that's going to be for that game. This is the first game in NFL history that the entire officiating staff will be black. So I just I want to give wow. a hand clap for that. Uh, that's I feel like we're in a time now where we shouldn't have any more firsts of anything. I feel like we should have been broke these type of barriers. It kind of sucks that it took refereeing <laughs> for refereeing. I ain't tripping uh, over refereeing. Now. I'm just saying for anything, it's like. We we have enough good people in these type of jobs to where it's like, damn, we just now have a. How many NFL. people? How many black folks really trying to be a referee? It's, it's a it's a lot of black um referees. For in, this, in this type of level, on the NFL, on the NFL level, yeah, it's it's enough to where we should have been seeing a full uh, all black refereeing staff at least by now. As long as the NFL has been around, like a hundred years, hundred plus years now, and we just now got a full African American refereeing staff like i just feel like it's it's well past due but hey it, it happened regardless so just just shout out to that we made history with that uh well we're about to make history with that when it happens on monday so uh, i just had to point that fact out all right i don't like how adam silver just looking at the people he just clapping and shit they keep saying it's a moment with the commissioner but he just looking at him <laughs> like he's shaking <laughs> their hand and no shit he's just standing there <laughs> clapping that nigga ain't doing nothing Man, he ain't even talking to him. Man, that shit weird. <laughs> All right, bro. Let's move on to uh, social media wants to know. Only got one question. Russell Westbrook will end up where? Hmm. Russell Westbrook. Will they said he was looking like Charlotte was that possibility, but Charlotte, they just got LaMelo Ball, so they definitely not going. Yeah, there. I was about to say, if they had went with what I said and got a Coro, you know, it probably would have happened. But they got mellow, Knicks. so especially after dropping, especially after dropping uh topping, the Knicks look like, like Westbrook like, to the that looks like the likely destination for Westbrook, bro. To the Knicks. I hate to say this, but you're not wrong about the Knicks being a possibility. Do I feel like that's the best situation? Where we, now no. I'm saying where we end up though. Where we end up. I, I really can't think of nowhere else. Like how you were saying earlier, like his destination is the real big question mark as to why he hasn't left yet. I I agree. I can't really think of anywhere that he could go. I'm looking at teams right now, and it's like, uh, oh, nah, nah. Uh, that, somebody has said the magic last week. Whoever said the magic, that was, where that was could, a solid one. If you're trying to get um Aaron Gordon out of that deal, I wouldn't be mad at it. But I think the, he would end up with the Knicks, though. I think he would. I, honestly, yeah, I don't know where this man could go. <laughs> I'm telling you, ain't not too many spots. And, bro, we talked about it last week, the um, Westbrook to the Clippers. But then I started to see trade rumors that it was Paul George for Westbrook. And I was like, whoa. Nah, I definitely didn't know that was no, the deal. No. I thought it was going to be Paul George, Westbrook, and Kawhi. That's terrible. I was talking about a swap with uh, Kawhi, not Kawhi, but PG and Westbrook. I'm like, that's, that's yeah. I'm I'm looking at all the teams right now. I'm just like, where would Westbrook go? It's the Knicks, bro. Other than the Knicks, and it's sad because other than the Knicks, you really, <laughs> it's the Knicks, bro. It's nowhere else. Like it's really. Oh wait, wait, wait. Nope, nope. They got their future already. Hey, um, where where did Cole Anthony end up? Where did he go? He went to the Magic. Oh, Cole went to the Magic. Yeah, oh, he's not going to the – yeah, he's not going to West Virginia. He's not going to the Magic. I was damn near to say the Pistons, but the Pistons got Killian Hayes. Possibly. They got Killian Hayes now. Oh, they got Killian now. Yeah. That, that's why I said they got their future. So, 
The uh, only one, bro. The damn. At this point, bro. Wait, who who got who San Antonio had got? Cause San Antonio just they got Dejounte. They got Devin Vassell and they got oh yeah, they do got Dejounte Murray. Damn. Come on, bro. Just go ahead and say it so we can move on. <laughs> you Damn try, it, you man. Try, you trying your hardest to find somebody. Yeah. Damn it. He, <laughs> for right now, the best spot for Russell Westbrook is the New York Nick Knickerbockers. The New York Knickerbockers. Yes, sir. I'm not saying it again, so I hope y'all heard me that time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see that, though. I can't see it. I'm going to find somewhere for this man to go. It's, <laughs> it's not going to be the Knicks. I'm going to find somewhere for him to go. Man. All right, bro. Let's move on. Let's move on to entertainment. Twitter. Adding these stories. Bro. Adding these stories, man. That's definitely the biggest talk, talking point of the week, bro. <laughs> Biggest talking point of the week, bro. How you feeling about this shit, bro? I got mixed feelings on it. It's like I feel like they're just copying the trend of every other popping site right now. It's like, damn, y'all following the train, but at the same time, though, it's kind of lit because it's working for them. Yeah, it, it's working. Twitter is the most lit social media app right now, and I feel it's like been that. it's been that though. Yeah, it, it's well, yeah, it's, Twitter anyway. It's been that. It's, it's been, been that. that, but I feel like right now, for sure, it's the most lit app and adding stories especially if they start adding close friend stories i feel like it's just gonna elevate to a whole new level but i just don't like how they follow the crowd we really been asking for an edit button we want an edit button and i don't know why they just keep ignoring us that's exactly bro i hate having to delete my tweet just to type the same shit with an edit bro come on man come on man a lot of people been saying like we what we can do is we can try to tell them look give us an edit button but we're only allowed to edit it maybe like what five to ten minutes after we tweet it, and then take the edit option away. I'm like, hey, get, give it some type of like trial run with different ideas or something like that. Don't what's just, the harm yeah. in editing? Why? Why we should have been had this? Exactly. I don't understand. We should have been had this shit, dog. Exactly. Y'all giving us what they had gave us. They gave us the quote shit where you had to you had to make sure you're quoting everything to retweet. Yeah. And then y'all giving us the close friends and the the fleets. The fleets, it's the like, fleet. bruh. <laughs> the fleets. I don't, I don't know. I got mixed feelings on it. I kind of like it, kind of don't. I hated it, bro. I I feel like it's right funny. now they're still working out the bugs on it anyway because the stories be lagging and some of the quality is messed up. And when you go on someone's Twitter page and you click their profile, pic, um, not their picture, but their Twitter avi, it's like you have to hit it. At least for me, you got to hit it hella times before it gives you the option to view the fleets or view the picture. So I'll pop up quick. Your, yours probably, maybe it's just a bug with my phone, but it, it's different bugs that they still got to fix with it. Yeah. And there's no filters on there too right now. Yeah. They're they, they missing a lot of shit. I was trying to circle something the other day and I couldn't, and they had no marker button or anything like that. And I was like, it's funny, but it's really funny because like when it first dropped, because it dropped yesterday, didn't it not? It dropped yesterday. No, two days ago. Two days ago. So when, so when it dropped, everybody was like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Literally minutes later, those same people are using the fleet and using the story. Exactly. It's like, man, y'all ain't shit, bro. Y'all and and I just want to say this. I feel like Twitter did this at this exact moment because so many people have like been hating Instagram lately. Why? What's been the beef on IG? What's been the beef? Bro, over the past two, three weeks now, Instagram has just really went to shit with the way their algorithm works because Instagram is turning into a shopping site, damn near. They moved the activity button to the top. They moved the post button and the activity button to the top. And they moved the reels button, which is stupid. I don't know why Instagram started getting reels. They're copying TikTok with that. 
but they moved the reels button to where the post button is and the the um the shopping button to where the activity button used to be and the post and activity button are at top now and that's stupid as hell because the way your hands and the way your thumb works you're automatically pressing at the bottom with everything so why would you make people work harder to get to the main buttons that they use like that that just pissed me off and people don't shop that much on social media to y'all throwing advertisements in our face and all this shopping stuff in our face and there's no real explore page anymore either if you really go there and look so it's just a lot of shit that instagram doing wrong that twitter looked at and said we need to put stories on our shit right now because everybody's kind of deterring from instagram at the moment the one thing we need to do is take some shit that they already did and find a way to make it better so when twitter finalizes this story shit and they make it what it really need to be Everybody gonna get missed Instagram the middle finger and they finna come on Twitter. <laughs> I've been seeing that shit, bro. Cause Twitter been jam-packed. I don't know if it's just been you, but Twitter been full. Bro, so like, I, I made a I made a tweet that said that earlier. I was like, it just feel like it's a lot of people on here. <laughs> yeah, it just felt like I felt like it was because of the stories. Like the stories shit just take up a lot of space now. It's like I don't see as many tweets as I used to see. Oh, oh, you mean from know. a view standpoint? Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I meant from a from a user. And for like hella people, hella people was joining. Hella yeah, it's joining. a lot of people from Facebook. I'm gonna yeah. tell y'all now. Keep that. Keep. I love. I like Facebook because Facebook keep me laughing. Keep that Facebook shit over there. Like, if you're popular on Facebook, Twitter will humble you. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, you ain't that getting right no now. likes, my boy. You ain't getting no likes. <laughs> Your 500 likes that you get on Facebook, you're gonna get like maybe 30 on Twitter. Ten. It's going to be a struggle. <laughs> Niggas will uh, scroll I'm, past your shit real deal. Niggas will scroll past your shit. All of that. Y'all need to follow me back. I don't know who y'all think y'all is. Follow for follow. Earn your uh, follows, my guy. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> earn your follow. I've been on Twitter. January will make three years for me. For my new Twitter. I've had Twitter since, like, before high school. But my new Twitter that I have, I've had for almost three years now. Now I only got, like, 500 and something. And I'm humble. I humbly accept my 500-something followers. I like to keep it small on my main Twitter. I only got 500 now, but I don't have Twitter since 2011. So I'm a super OG when it comes to this shit. I don't see everything Twitter, Twitter done did, bro. I don't have Twitter since like, what, 20? I wasn't active on it really, but since like 2010, I had one. But I wasn't active on it until like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Trey, Trey could tell you it because it was me and Trey. Back in eighth grade, we both made Twitters, bro. And yeah. I was because he was the only person I was really interacting with. I was following like hella celebrities. There was, was nothing but D Wade, Mike Miller. That's back when the Heatles was all together. So I was following <laughs> them niggas. And my name was uh the Big D Wade fan was my at the Big D Wade fan. <laughs> I was lame as fuck back then, bro. And I was lame as fuck. But yeah, I was I was really only interacting with Trey and my brother. But yeah, bro, those was really the days though. That's what the uh Really late night shit, late night conversations, late night yeah. confessions, late night confessions. Oh my <laughs> god, them shits were hilarious, bro. Bro, high, during in high school, late night Twitter on the weekends, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious, bro. That that was when the infamous phrase "I'm on your ass, boy." Yeah. That was when the infamous phrase, <laughs> and we yeah. we 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 all know that situation. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that situation. <laughs> So I want to say this though. Do you, so you said this is the N for IG though. This is the N for IG. It's not the N for IG, but it's definitely a phase right now where everybody is giving them the middle finger. They need to figure out how to get back to making the app enjoyable again. They, I think it's because Mark Zuckerberg has gotten control over it, and Instagram is under Facebook, and Instagram and Facebook are getting so similar now with how they run shit. So I feel like 
either Zuckerberg needs to figure out a different algorithm for this and figure out how to get users to enjoy the app more again, or he just needs to sell the rights to somebody else who can actually make it what people want it to be. Yeah. And I'll say this just for the last point. I'm not mad at Twitter because I understand it from a business standpoint, but mm-hmm. I did I did not want this, bro. I didn't. I liked the way Twitter was. We were still lit without the stories. Twitter was. was still the best social media app without yeah. the stories because this is the thing with Twitter. Because IG is all about the looks. So you got if you look right, if you thirst trap, and that's what you're gonna get the likes on. So niggas just care about how you look. But on Twitter, niggas care about what you say. Niggas care about you funny. You can have personality on Twitter. You can't really have that much personality on IG. So that's why I love Twitter, bro. Plus all the bots. Instagram need to fix all these damn bots that we got on Instagram, bro. I don't know why there are so many. I don't know why they haven't fixed it yet. It seems like a really fixable issue. I don't know what's taking them so long. But on every post, on every, well, not every post. I'll say every famous person's post or every blue check post there's it there's hundreds to thousands of like what what kind of only fans bots and oh. <laughs> like soft porn bots and yeah uh, weed salesman bots and all that type of shit i'm like bro like can y'all fix this because i'm tired of going through 80 comments just to see the six comments that i want to see rj hampton to the bucks possible by Donovan's replacement i'm fucking with you He's going to be Hampton. solid, though. He's going to be solid, though. Uh, RJ Hampton. I've been watching him since high school. He's definitely good, yeah. but he definitely has to work on the jumper, though. Definitely has to work on the jumper, but his athleticism is there, and he's 6'5 and can play the point and can play the two. So I'm really excited to see what he can be in the NBA, though. Like, got to work on that jumper, though. But the Bucks is a good fit. Bucks is a good fit, most definitely, though. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right, bro. Next one. Jeezy versus Gucci for the yes, versus sir. tomorrow. So how you feeling, bro? Who winning? Man, I'm ready for it. I got I respect both. Both are legendary, but I'm going with Jeezy. I'm going with Oh, never mind. He's going to the Pelicans. His? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's I whoa. Do I like that? No. I don't. <laughs> they got too many guards over there right now. I don't Ooh. like it. They do I have too many like guards. It. I mean, they just traded Drew though. They but got, don't they got Grant Hill, Lonzo? Nigga said Grant Hill. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was that Grant Hill, but uh, I'm just saying they got they got, they got somebody else. They got <laughs> Frank Jackson, Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker. You got Lonzo. I think he's better than a couple of those players I just named. But I'm just saying, like they they got guards. Right? They definitely <laughs> got a lot of guards though. Definitely got. A lot. I would I wouldn't have been mad if they went center at that pick. Emmanuel Quigley, Kentucky. Edgar, you wrote a couple articles about dude. Yeah. So he just SEC player of the year just went exactly. to the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. Definitely I like it. over there. I like it. Yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Definitely. Tyrell oh, Terry still has not been picked. I'm highly Whoa. upset. Oh, that's crazy. We both had him on um, 15 picks. Yeah. Dude, damn near not going first round. Damn. I was telling my mama all day. I was like, yeah, first round pick. First round, he's he not going to the Celtics. He's not going to uh to the Jazz. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Celtics, though. I wouldn't be surprised. They got Keep Kimba. on going with the names? Keep on going with the names? Huh? They got Kimba. Back up. Back up, PG. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes a sense. lot of these players are not going to be starters. 
Uh, anyway, especially at the back end, you're looking for a backup at this point. But oh, um, yeah. Boston, Boston, he could be a backup. Utah, mm, nah, I don't see it. The Lakers, no. Uh, Toronto, possibly, because Van Vliet could leave. I could Van see Vliet could leave. He's a free agent this year, so he could leave. I could see Toronto, and then Boston got another pick at on um, the last pick. Boston need to trade these picks. What they got all these picks for? Who knows? <laughs> they picked Aaron Neesmith at fourteen. But yeah, I got Jeezy winning the versus battle though. Um, Gu- let me say this: Gucci is way more influential than Jeezy. But when it comes to the actual, when it comes to the actual music, I got Jeezy over Gucci. Gucci is legendary and. Everything he does, he don't put so many people on. He's responsible for so many careers. He's responsible for the. He's one of the top. He's one of the big three trap influencers that came from Atlanta. Ti, Jeezy, and Gucci. You know what I'm saying? But and he he Lafleur. You know he big cat Lafleur. I I can't take nothing from that. But we talking about Jeezy here. Jeezy got more hits. Gucci has more music, but Jeezy has more hits. And I feel like that's where the the um is gonna lean more toward Jeezy favor. Yeah. I'm not really big fans of either of the two, but I would just rock with Jeezy just off the hits factor. I just know way more songs by Jeezy than I know about Gucci. So I would go by that. But I do see a lot of people saying Gucci because of the mixtapes, because he got a lot of songs. But I only know the classic, like the Lemonades and shit like that. I know that from Gucci. They are saying Gucci because of all the mixtapes that Gucci has and all the underground shit that never made it to the radio never made it to the like charts and all that type of stuff they're saying gucci for that reason and if we just going off of the strength of that type of music okay gucci will win but if we real deal talking hits right now like billboards or like album um certifications and all that he not touching jeezy he just not album gucci don't hit like i mixtape gucci hit whoa and this is for mount hey mount they done traded my man Luke Kennard to the Clippers, boy. He done went to the Clippers. They done, so it, was the, it was a Clippers, Nets, and Pistons trade. And it was the Pistons get the number 19 overall pick. Nets get Landry Shamit. Oh, that's a good pickup for the Nets. And the Clippers get Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. I like, hey, if y'all know me, y'all know I bang with Luke Kennard heavy. He was playing good in Detroit last season, but he was Detroit. But he going to be a big factor for this uh, – but it's Clippers team. So congratulations to Luke. That's my Crazy. man. That's my man for sure. So definitely shout out to him. I did want to ask something else about this. Uh, about this. Day. Oh, bro, do you feel like it's going to be hands thrown at this shit? Gucci talking a whole lot of shit. Bro, <laughs> Gucci talking a whole lot of shit. I don't, I don't know what to expect from this. I, I really they, they definitely said it's going to be in the same place. They're going to be in the same place. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gucci made a whole video outside saying how yeah. they're going to be in the same place. <laughs> I was like, bro, Gucci... Gucci turning in, he not turning back into the old Gucci, but he's showing qualities of the old Gucci. Yeah. And Jeezy is... Because he was... This happened before... This beef happened before it was the new Gucci. This is the episode yeah. old Gucci. No, yeah. This, this was like... when it's they Old was Gucci prime. beef. Yeah. This was Nate Prime. Yeah. So it's like... Jeezy has become a full, mature adult. Ah. Gucci has too, <laughs> but... Gucci is slowly slipping back to that petty ass Gucci yeah. that don't give a damn what he say. Mm-hmm. And it's like when he posted the um he posted the meme somebody made of when he said, Go dig your partner up, nigga, but he can't say shit. Mm-hmm. And he laughed when he posted it. I was like, 
yeah, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> <I really don't. laughs> like, because first off, they already going to be in the same room. I'm pretty sure it took heaven and hell. I did not know that was going to happen. I thought they were going to be in different rooms for sure. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it took heaven and hell having to move to Earth to get them in the same room. How much room. money are they paying these dudes to do this? I don't know, but they got to be dropping a bag. This is going to be the most. <laughs> we thought Brandy and Monica was going to be the best one. Out of all these, this is going to be the best one. I'm telling you right now. In terms of beef or in terms um, of music? In terms of music and beef, I'm not going to lie to you. In terms of both, like, honestly. Because we talking about the originators of this trap shit. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be iconic, bro. I won't be surprised if Gucci tried Jeezy, and I won't be surprised if Jeezy tried to stand up and damn the swing on this man. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> when he play the truth, Gucci yeah. going to be petty, and he going to try yeah. and play the truth. Bro, I've been listening to that shit all week, really trying to get pumped up for this shit. <laughs> bro, if this man play the truth, Jeezy, you gotta fight him. You have to fight this man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so when you talking about uh, Keisha Cole and all that shit in the song, I'm like, yeah, niggas wanna throw hands. Man, wanna throw hands for sure. It, it's gonna. I get off work at eight thirty. The battle starts at eight. I will be on my phone at work. Like I'm not <laughs> missing any seconds of this at all. <laughs> yeah, this shit gonna be good. And the last thing I had for entertainment was the Fresh Prince reunion, bro. We don't seen some trailers yeah. of it. You expect it to be good. It looked good. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's going to be good because this is going to be the first time that I can't – I always forget her name, but we call her the original Aunt Viv. She's going to be in the room. Like, that's – I don't think people understand how big that is because once I read into it and looked at videos of how her and Will Smith, like, did not get along and had beef, and for all these years they never were in the same room when they did these type of reunion stuff, yeah, it's it's monumental to have her in the same room with all of them. I mean, rest in peace to James Avery. Uncle Phil can't beat her, you know, but I, I feel like having her in the room, that's going to be monumental. It's going to be something, like, great to watch. Yeah. Peyton Pritchard to the Celtics. See, they could have got Terry right there. That could have been Terry right there. But Peyton Pritchard, good, though. I bang with Pritchard from Oregon. Yeah. He's going to be good. But they got too many too many draft picks. You got you to gotta do something with these draft picks. You got to trade up or something. I don't like that for the Celtics. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good, too. But, yeah. But uh, the reason why she didn't like Will is because she wanted to be the star, and she really didn't feel like Will acting was that great to be the star. So that's yeah. why it was a lot of tension between those two. So that's why she left the show in the first place, and we got the light-skinned Aunt Viv. And we never – she never got the full respect for me. And, and it was – um, was it some racial shit, too? I don't remember. I, th shit. I think it was some racial shit out outside of the beef between her and Will. I think it might have been some racial shit as well going on, if I'm not mistaken. Racial shit meaning what? I'm not. Sh I'm not sure. I gotta rewatch. Like I think maybe between her and the production or something like that. It it was something else other than Will. I think it was some type of racial tension there as well between her and maybe the. Uh, producers or whatever i gotta I got look back into it and watch whatever videos i had watched but it was bigger than just will will was the biggest reason but there were other reasons as well yeah definitely gonna be exciting bro everybody back together we get to have everybody's side of the story um uh, is she gonna be talking about it i'm pretty sure she's gonna be talking about oh, it. i'm sure they're gonna address it yeah, will she, will don't shy away from conversations like that so i'm sure yeah. they're gonna address it and that's the biggest draw for me to watch it because i want to see how they come together how they talk it out and what's her reasoning for she left for why she left and things like that. That's really what I, I think want that to come that come out um Thursday too, don't it? Thursday 18th. or Friday? I think it do come out the 18th. Or the 18th. Today the 18th. So the 19th, yeah. 
19. Yeah, it might be 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's this weekend, whether it's um whether it's tomorrow or Friday, or whatever. It, it comes out the end of this week. Yep. All right, bro. And that's everything I got for entertainment, bro. Got anything else? Uh nope. That's it. All right, bro. Pass the ox, bro. What you got? Song of the week. Uh song of the week is Rockstar Chains by Future from the Future and Lil Uzi collab album Pluto and Baby Pluto. Still haven't fully listened to that. Definitely got to listen to that. I my, give it about a seven or eight, seven and a half out of ten, for my opinion. That's solid. And mine is Show Me a Good Time by Drake. We listen to that shit heavy. Yeah. Listen to that shit, listen to that shit heavy. But yeah, that's one of my favorite songs off that album, bro. Thank me later. Definitely been banging with that shit. And uh, yeah, that's it for this podcast, bro. Do you have anything else before we get out of here? Uh, nope. Let's just pray to God that Gucci and Jeezy don't try to kill each other. And, um, <laughs> it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some shit. It's gonna be some shit. It's gonna be security in the room. It's gonna be hella security in the room. Yeah, I just, it's crazy because I seen Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs was out there tweeting because him and Jeezy got beef. Him because yeah. he was signed under Jeezy uh, before he really uh, was signed to himself and got his own label or whatever. He was signed under Jeezy, so now he got beef with Jeezy. He talking about he want to be in that bitch so he can be involved with the tension. I'm saying yeah. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be some shit tomorrow. It's gonna be some shit. And everybody been saying like it, not everybody, but I've seen a few people say, um, Jeezy already took an L because how you gonna sit in the same room with somebody that shot your partner? I'm like, everybody been begging for this battle for the longest, and now that we finally got it, y'all talking it don't about matter, it, don't, it don't matter if somebody, it don't matter if people asking for it, bro. You shot my partner? I can't sit in the room with you, nigga. It's, it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem, my boy. Real yeah. deal. That's why I'm like, bro, I don't think this, this is this versus battle going to make it to the end. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be certain songs that are going to get You know Jeezy goes, not Jeezy, but you know Gucci going to say some shit. It's going to be certain songs that are going to be played, and I'm going to be looking at Gucci like, and now I'm going to look at Jeezy like, like you, you going to never play that? Like, it's going to be a lot of disrespectful song selection. <laughs> They gotta have multiple bodyguards there. They have to. They have to. It can't be just everybody's squad. They gotta have be somebody in between. But yeah, bro, I think that's it for the podcast. You can hit up with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at Q underscore and underscore E underscore podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page, Q and sign E Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, qandepodcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, concerns, fan mail. We'll do our best to get back to um, back to you on there as soon as possible. Uh, Quincy's Twitter is q underscore hicks3. Mine is at edgarmartin97. You can reach Quincy on Instagram at qhicksproduction. You can reach me at edgarmartinofficial. Shout out to MTMV Sports. Yes, and you can subscribe to us on all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe to the YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube. Type in Quincy Hicks and press that subscribe button, bro. And definitely follow me on my journey through this YouTube ranks. And I think that is it. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all for listening, and we out. Peace.